Welcome back to uh, our podcast today. <laughs> uh, we have with us again, we have Christy Hale, which was with us last, last week on the podcast. And we have Tiffany Kramer, whoop, which whoop. are, yes, yes, yes. Which, and our leader, introduce yourself. Oh, yes, and I am Darlene, and I'm just so happy to get to have this time with you again. Darlene Rhodes, it's a memorable name. Put that put that in your memory oh, bank. Uh-huh. Yes, there you go. <laughs> Who is um, there a hashtag Darlene Rhodes? Ooh, you know, this is all new, like, right? We don't even really know the name right. of the podcast. We're just kind of, oh, hey, I'm welcome to our Rhodes. podcast, yes, people. Yeah. <laughs> hashtag Do you have Darlene any Rhodes. ideas for a name? Oh, uh-huh. <laughs> Send it to us. There you go. But we are the women around the world women. We are. We right? Are. That's kind of catchy. I think it's clever. I kind of like that. Yeah, I, I like do. It. I, but you got to like make it. sure that we W-A-W-W. say your name too. People need to know you. Darlene Rose. Darlene Rose. I'll have to work on that. Darlene Rose. Hashtag. Mama. Mama. I'm not sure. I have so many names. Most of the people around here, though, call you. Mama Rhodes. Mama Rhodes. Mm-hmm. Mama Rhodes. And I go into the school. Mama, Bella. Mama. I mean, I don't I know. know. At the school, they because all know me as Bella. You're the and matriarch. I did a study oh, is about. That old? No, oh, no. We did, I did a study like. <laughs> um, matriarch. In okay. education. Anyway, like the matriarch, it's the person that holds us all together, you know, mm-hmm. that, that we all go to, that is the covering. And that's for you, sure. That's no who pressure. you are. No that's pressure. Who you are. That's who you are. It is who you are. And we love it. And we're so. So grateful because you, you are for that. It's just you are Mama Rhodes to yes. how many of us, and not just here, but the women around the world. I, I mean, literally, closer. she's Mama to all these people, but I'm the favorite child. <laughs> she's Put not going to say that every week, though. I might. I probably will. Oh God, it's help just, her! I think I'm going. Except to. for the okay, week that back, she's not here. Okay. Back to <laughs> Were you in charge of this? Oh, okay. <laughs> we we really you know I, I like the idea of trying to get some ideas and maybe we should uh, ask some of the other ladies around uh, the church maybe we should ask you know you can they go to our Facebook page yes you could go to Women Around the World Facebook mm-hmm. and uh, you could send in yeah that's a great idea some just send in a maybe I'll post that. On the page, and then whoever, whoever, if we find a name suggestion that we take, then they can win some women around the world product. Okay, but I'm just gonna say hint to all the people. Can you please just say women around the world because that's what I want to go with. And since I'm posting it on Facebook page and I'm gonna be the judge, can you just go with what I like? Women around the world. W A W. That's what I think it should be called. W A W. W A W. Women, because that's what the podcast is, right? Women around the world. Women. Women. I like it. Wow. 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 <laughs> the, yes. The Very good. We'll have to practice. Everybody say that with me. Okay. Oh, anyway, we're going to have a great time today. We're so glad that you're here. And and Tiffany, uh, read that quote to us that that you have there. I love that. Okay. Sometimes you have to let go of the picture of what you thought life would be like and learn to find joy in the story you're living. So good. Right. And I, you know, it's so deep. Tiffany dug really deep to found to find this quote, you know. I did. Um, on Pinterest. Yes. Um, <laughs> Pinterest is the go-to for, for most of us. I think I spent an hour on Pinterest just this morning. At least I, I have a quote, ta- I like a little folder. I love quotes. Yes, I do too. Don't you? I know I'm your friend. Like, I think I follow like, you. I like, think so Jesus I know talks your quotes. To me through Pinterest. Is he that does. a thing? He does. And that's what I was going to say. Like, super deep and spiritual. Jesus has Pinterest. 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 I need to know Jesus better. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get you on Pinterest, Mom. You don't, don't have time for Pinterest. Oh. We'll take care of that dirty work for you, honey. Yeah, don't you worry. It. 
Thank you. Thank you. But oh, we need a WAW Pinterest. <gasps> Can we do that? I don't know. You're in charge of it. Okay. I knight you the... Go, Christy. W-A-W Pinterest person. I can be the glitter picker upper and the Pinterest person. Yes. I got perfect. this. I got this. Awesome. Okay, read the quote again. Okay. okay. Sometimes you have to let go of the picture of what you thought life would be like and learn to find joy in the story you're living. That is a mouthful it for is. sure. Because, oh my goodness, I should... I should preach a message on that. that can you send that to me so I can look at it? Absolutely sure. amazing because Please. we, from, you know, little girls especially, and little boys, you know, you ask them what do you want to do when you grow up. When you up. grow up. What do you want to be? Uh, what, what do you, you want to uh, Absolutely. And I remember our grandson, <coughs> Max, for years, we were he was going to have a fan store and a pizza parlor right oh, yeah. next to it. And we were all going to work there. And he was going to make sure that the fans had strings long enough so that the kids could pull the strings and play with play with the fans, you know. And I get to work the cash register. I know, said. and I think I had to cook. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't know why. But anyway, it's it's so fun, you know. And I and I think about through, you know, my goodness, goodness. Tiffany, what did you want to be when you were a little girl? What oh, I tell think? you what, I I either wanted to be um, an airline stewardess, awesome, really, or a lawyer. Well, she did want to be a lawyer because she likes to argue. And but she's I hate very good. school, so that was a problem. I can't figure out how to become a lawyer online via YouTube yet, but I feel like it'll happen because mm. I like to argue. Mm-hmm. And she's very so. good at making her case. Very good. <laughs> you know what? That's interesting because I wanted to be a lawyer too. I'm also. I can't believe you're not a lawyer. <laughs> Thank you. Luke still thinks I should go back to school to be a lawyer, but I'm very argumentative and strong will. I'm. I really? know, right? Is this so surprising? Yeah. Those oh of you goodness. who don't how know me. Strong, how many strong-willed women do we have? Raise your women hand. around the world. <laughs> women. Oh, my goodness. Amazing. Yeah, yeah. I that's did. That's why she's I, unstoppable. I, that's what I was planning to do. I mean, I had, I actually worked for the prosecuting attorney here locally. Did you? Yeah, when I was in college as a young girl. I was like 20 and um, 18, maybe 19, 20. And um, anyway, it changed my mind on being an attorney. Mm-hmm. Forgive me, prosecuting attorneys across the world. Um because they would plea and they would make these deals yeah. and like it really. And you wanted to argue and oh, that it, just didn't work. It just, I was yeah. like, this person has, con, you know, is convicted, has done this. Mm-hmm. How can you plea? How can you deal? And I'm yes. like, if I have to represent or try to talk somebody into, you know, lessering a, a sentence or whatever, I like, I'm like, I can't do right. this. And yeah. so at that point I decided I didn't want in to, my, but that was the criminal side of things. Yeah. And I probably could have done something civil and would have been fine with In that. my vision of being a lawyer, I was going to be like Matlock, you know? Oh, For I sure. Could, I'm like, Without the suit, though. The theme song's playing in my head right yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, but but whenever I thought about the fact that sometimes you have to, like you, you have to work with some dirty goats, and I'm not interested. I only want to pick the cases that I, mm-hmm. it just wasn't going to work out. And the shoes, you know, I just, so I in, ended up being an office manager, everyone's dream. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, but I did have this complete vision as a little girl when you play house with your friends you're like my husband's going to be named this and my children are going to be this and this and I even changed the name of my Cabbage Patch Kid doll like I sent in the paper and changed its name whoa you did a name change on the Cabbage Patch I should have understood that adoption was going to be part of my story right oh my gosh that is so cool I did his name was like Doyle or something and I'm like I cannot (laughs) have a baby named Doyle (laughs) no offense to all the Doyles sorry Doyles in the world (laughs) on on the interweb but sorry (laughs) But anyway, it just wasn't part of my story to have a Doyle. 
but you know, and, and I was going to get married at this age, and I was going to, I had, my wedding had been planned for like forever, you know, and I have this many bridesmaids, and all of the things, and you know, and I knew I was going to be married for this long, and then I was going to have a child, and you know, I just and again, had it all. think about the connection to Pinterest with that. See, right? Mm-hmm. People pin all the stuff that they want. Yeah, you know, we um, pin the bridesmaids, the, the bridesmaids, the colors. The, we just did it on like notebook paper, scissors, yes. cut it up, get some glue on there, slap yeah, it in your you notebook. You play that math or mash thing with your friend, and they do the thing. You're like, you're no gonna... clue. No, no idea. No. You're totally old enough. Yeah, for that. yeah, no, I'm older than that. Maybe you're too old yeah, for I'm it. Too that old. could be. If you, yeah, if you know about math or mash, you okay. wrote this thing out and whatever you Doyle. The paper just <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it was all about your destiny and it was came out on notebook paper. <laughs> well, now it's on Pinterest. Interesting <laughs> with what you just read and what you just said about what you envisioned. Sure. Yes. In life, none and of it's like that. none of it is like that I at am all. Not an airline stewardess. No, you are not, and you are not a lawyer that gets paid. That's true, but you do have a lot of wisdom. That is for mm-hmm. sure. There's a lot of wisdom that flows from you. And what, you are very argumentative. Yes, very argumentative. <laughs> and rude on occasion. Yes. Not that lawyers are rude, but you are. Yeah, there Sometimes, you go. Wow. maybe. But the, inter- <laughs> but the interesting thing that I was thinking of, you know, in this talking here, was was how as you got, you know, grew up and, and as a child, you know, life went sideways for mm-hmm. us as a family. And, and yet, and then, then when, uh, as you got, went through high school, and then you thought you had met the one that, oh, that right. you, you yeah. had bought your wedding dress. His name wasn't Bridesmaid's Doyle. Bridesmaids' dresses. Yes, in b- bridesmaids' dresses. You oh. were going to marry uh, this young man. Yeah. You mm-hmm. thought this was what God wanted for you. For like three you. and a half months from our wedding. Yes, and you were in Bible college. And, uh, I was going. You're going to Bible college, and uh, you listened to a message, and God spoke to <clears> your heart. And and tell us a little bit, Tiffany, about that. Was that T.D. Jakes? Mm-hmm. Yes, okay, I remember you telling me. Yeah. So um, I had a, a high school sweetheart, and um, we just, you know, we just thought that was it. That was the one, you know. And I had gone on two missions trips to Kenya, and I really think that God started to do a work in my heart at that point. But um, we'd been together for quite a long time, and. Um, you know, we went to this teeny tiny school. My graduating class had a whopping three people. I was the salutatorian. Congratulations. (laughs) Couldn't even be the smartest one out of three. Congratulations. That would have been great on your lawyer resume. Right? (laughs) Salutatorian. Don't, don't look up the details. (laughs) But I wasn't the, I wasn't the, not the salutatorian. So anyway. Good for you. Anyway, so I thought I had it all planned out. He was going into the military um, I was going to be an Air Force wife, and it was all planned out. It was going to be good. And uh, and I would never quite look my parents in the eyes because I knew I knew that maybe that wasn't the plan that they would have had for me. Um, and But nevertheless, you make a plan and you stick with it because, you know, when you're 16 years old, you don't want to be an old maid, right? That's <laughs> a ripe old age of 16, 17, you know. So I graduated when I was 17, and then we were getting married the following year, I think. I was going to be, I don't know, it doesn't matter. You had gone to beauty school. I went to cosmetology school out of um, high school, and um, right before, I guess it was right before I graduated, um, we were having Wednesday night church, and we were showing, um, sometimes we would show a video. We still do that mm-hmm. um, 25 years later. But um, we were all watching a video, and 
Um, I was in the back seat talking to my good buddy, Missy's brother. At the time, we're supposed to be watching the video, but we're cutting up and stuff. And and I promise it was like all of a sudden something took my head and like made me laser focus on the video. And it was T.D. Jakes talking about, um, oh gosh, what's the name of it? What was the name of that? Anyway, uh, Sacrifice of Praise. Yes. Sacrifice of okay. Praise, sorry. Um, and he was telling the story of Ishmael. You're not old enough for for a senior moment. Right. <laughs> <laughs> he was talking about the sacrifice of praise and how even though Ishmael was not the promised child, the, the gift <clears throat> the, that God promised Abraham, he was still something from Abraham that Abraham loved. And the part that we overlook so much, oh, Ishmael, he was the cursed child. He still was from Abraham. He was mm -hmm. still... Abraham passionately loved his yes, child. So, you know, and so then he had to say to Ishmael, I love you, but he's calling me. And so he had to <laughs> say goodbye to his love, like he loved, you know, and he had to go. And so I was just like, oh, what in the world, <laughs> you know? And I knew right there, just nothing has ever been more clear to me wow. that, I mean, seriously, y'all, we were like, it was three months from the wedding and, um, yeah. So that, that began the end of the beginning <laughs> of my life. And, and God just like, I had never audibly heard God's voice or anything like that, but it was like twilight zone, crazy thing. And I looked over to my friend and I was just weeping and. And I said, I've got to say goodbye to him. And he's like, you're crazy. And I'm, you're just freaking out. And I'm like, no, I know I have to do this. And I wasn't, it wasn't because something was wrong. There wasn't, mm -hmm. there wasn't like, you know, we weren't fighting or anything like that. Like I loved him. I was ready to marry him. And God just so clearly said, I don't think so. It's not that you don't love him, but he's not what's called for you. He's not the promise. Wow. <laughs> So, wow. yeah, that was hard. <laughs> so read that again. I know. I was reading it as it's she was like, speaking. Wow. And, yes. and <laughs> yes. Sometimes you have to let go of the picture of what you thought life would be like and learn to find joy in the story you're living. So you started living a new story. Just like right at that moment. I mean, I you did. went the next day. And it was tragic. Wasn't it the next day that you went and told him? Or was it that, that night? night? You went I waited, that night. I waited for him to get off work. And um, he was working here locally and wasn't at church that night. I'm glad because that would might have changed everything. But yeah. I waited for him to get off work, and he walked. He's like, "Oh, hi, good to see you." And I'm like, "We need to talk. We have to talk, <laughs> you know." And that was it. And it, I was like, "Nothing's wrong. This is just not right," you know. And and instantly, my mind attacked itself because even though I knew that I knew, you know, the devil's sitting on your other shoulder, going, "That well, that was the stupidest thing you've mm -hmm. ever done." That might be your only chance. That you're going to be alone yeah. now forever, you know. Oh. And it was the scariest thing because I was so sure, yeah. so sure. And then um, even as I drove home that night, I by the time I pulled out of the driveway, I knew I was wrong. Like, I've just screwed this up. And I even, uh, we had, we lived 11 miles out of town at the time. And <coughs> I think I've told you this before, but there was this one, this one curve that that was very very dangerous on the way home and I really thought my life was over I knew I did the right thing 
But I thought, and the devil was, he was fighting so hard. Like, you made the biggest mistake of your life. You're going to die alone and blah, blah, blah. You know, I'm, I'm 17, 18 years old at this I think point. you were 18. Yeah. And, and I, I just about flew off of that curve because I thought, well, you have lost your mind. Yeah. Like, you just, you, you know, because it was heartbreak. Like, I thought my life was really over. But God had such a plan. Such a plan. <laughs> such a Great, a amazing. destiny. Yes. Not to say that that person no, wasn't a good person. It had not nothing it at all. to do. It wasn't no. personal. Uh-huh. <laughs> it was business, as they say. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and yeah. so God just did a work. He saved my life. Maybe He saved His life. Mm-hmm. You know, because yeah. mm-hmm. I wasn't meant for Him either. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But neither one of us knew that at the time, and mm-hmm. and now I I can't imagine life any differently. Well, know? and that's what I mean. Darlene preached on that Sunday. Mm-hmm. The prepared blessing. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's exactly what she talked about mm-hmm. was your bre- your blessing is prepared for you ahead of time. And sometimes you don't know the path to get there or you don't know why you're taking a curve or yeah. why mm-hmm. you've taken a detour mm-hmm. or what's going on. But your prepared blessing was Lou Kramer. You just mm-hmm. had absolutely no idea in the whole world mm-hmm. that he was yours. No. Yeah, it goes back to, you know, use the scripture. We used Elijah, you know, when he was commanded to go to the brook mm-hmm. and... and that was, he was commanded, and that mm-hmm. basically is what happened to you that night. Yeah. Some, sometimes we don't have that that large of a, uh, a speaking because God spoke so deep to mm-hmm. his heart. But God is always trying to speak to us uh, when we're, you know, when we're on the right path. He speaks. When mm-hmm. we're on the wrong mm-hmm. path, mm-hmm. the Spirit of God will try to speak to us. And and that was a you would have missed your commanded blessing. Yeah. You would have missed. Mm-hmm. The purpose of God in your life, mm-hmm. and, and and possibly and cause someone else to. I mean, you just said that absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. And you know, you said something. You know that my life is over, and that's what you were thinking mm-hmm. at the time. And that's my motto. Um, God so spoke that to me. I mean, I'm not the girl that had the notebook. I'm not. I you know I didn't have the Pinterest page. I mean, I I never planned to get married. I don't need a man in my life. I am self-sufficient. Ain't nobody telling me what to do. I'm not getting married. I mean, 100%. You ask mm-hmm. me, I'm like, no, it is not me. It is wow. not happening. Um, my parents were married 67 years, and I grew up in a home. And, um, um, you know, my mom was so um, submissive and kind and forgiving, and um, my dad wasn't. And... I saw things in that relationship, and I'm like, I no, marriage is not for me. Well, lo and behold, I ended up getting married at 23 and questioned it, wondered, should I do this? But I just felt like it was what I was supposed to do. Well, into that marriage, oh, you know, not, not the greatest, and things happened, and, um, but I did not want to give up. Mm-hmm. I did not want to give up. I don't believe in divorce. <clears throat> I'm not doing I mean, I, I'm telling you, I am strong willed and determined and I'm like I'm not giving up I'm not giving up and so there was separation there was counseling there was restitution I mean there were all these things that happened to try to make that relationship work and it was a February and I remember I mean so much happened but my husband said I'm leaving and I said goodbye I want the house Okay, bye. I want the house. I mean, that, basi- that, basically. That, law, that lawyer. Uh, yes, I was ready. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let me, ready. Dra- let me draw these papers up for yeah. you, dude. Okay, so, I mean, seriously, it was like that calm. Like, okay. I mean, I just knew. I mean, I just I just knew. He, he'd been gone. He had severed that relationship. Mm-hmm. He, he was done. And um, then, like, not long after that, my boss called me into his office. And, you know, I 
told you before, I've been a principal, so I've been a principal for years, and I had built such relationships with these elementary teachers and students, and just was it was good. And I hired a lot of new people, and I'm pouring into them and training them, and love, love, love my crew. And my boss calls me in and says, hey, I'm moving you. And I'm like, <clears throat> excuse me? I'm moving you to a new job, working at the intermediate level with fourth, fifth, and sixth graders. And I'm like, funny, never worked with kids that age, never. Mm -hmm. No experience whatsoever. And he's like, you're a leader. You're a good leader. I'm putting you there. It's going to be good. And I'm like, okay. So this is all like the same time frame. Mm. And I'm going to church. And um, our church closes, like literally shuts the doors, wow. closes down over so I have no church I have no husband and all of my relationships that I've built with staff at this level mm -hmm. and where I'm working is gone and I just remember I went for a walk one day and I was doing something going to do something with my mom and dad and I was just super stressed and, and I remember sitting on the patio and I was journaling I was just writing because I was so so stressed and that's what came to me. My life as I've known it is over. And that's why I told God, I'm like, my life as I've known it is over. What mm -hmm. is, my job is gone. I'm So my career is affected. My marriage is affected. Um, my church, where am I going to go to church? I'm like, my life as I've known it is over. I mean, mm -hmm. you talk about a scary place. I was at a scary place. Sure. And at that point, I had a vision. And I was sitting on the deck. And I could see this long, dark hallway. I can remember it so clearly. And there were doors, like, on each side. And there was one door that was open, like they were closed, and there was a door that was open, but I was standing at the end of the hallway, like paralyzed. And I was like, standing there, and I'm like, um, what do I do? And God said, you prayed that I would open doors, Christy. You forgot to ask for the faith to walk through them. Wow. And at that point, he gave me the grace to walk through mm -hmm. those doors. And... um I mean, not long after that at all, I found this church, Solid Rock Family Church. God sent me here. I know that he sent me here. Amen. Um, there was a, an amazing, amazing, beautiful young man who had prayed and prayed and prayed for a wife. And he said, Christy. And fasted for 30 and, days. And fasted. And he just, he wanted a wife. And he said, I don't want anybody except God who you want me to have. And he said, lo and behold, Christy walks right through the front door. And um, hot mess, here I come. And I told him, I'm like, dude, I come with baggage. Like, you're this precious, wonderful man, and here I come with all this baggage. Run for your life. I remember telling him, I, like, broke up. Your story? I said, okay, no. We had a major thing happen before we got married. And I said, okay, run for your life. This is ridiculous. Mm -hmm. You don't deserve this. Get out. Go away, mm -hmm. you know. And I remember my mom lecturing me, and she said, Christy, he's a grown man. I think he can make his own decisions. Wise woman. Yes. Yes. And Bella, our Bella, talked to him and talked to me. And so I ended up getting married, absolutely loved my new job, and I found a new church. And so I was worshiping, singing on the front row, and getting ready to go on a mission trip, which also had been my heart for years. Mm -hmm. And I am just praising and worshiping. And the Holy Spirit spoke to me so clearly. And with joy in my voice, I said, my life as I've known it is over. Yes. My life, yes. as I've known it, is over. Yes. I have a church that I'm a part of. I have a man who loves me. I have doors that have been yes. opened for me. And God's given me the faith to walk through them. And so sometimes you have to let the picture of what you thought life would be like 
right? You have to let go of it. And you have to learn to find joy in the story you're living. I found so much joy. And I was in that new story and in that new life, and I didn't even realize the joy until that moment. I can still see myself hands lifted, praising, and it was like, (gasps) my life as I've known it is over. And, like, I just started celebrating. I'm like, God, thank you for this new life, for Mm -hmm. this new opportunity. And so... I say all of that to say, if you're out there and you're thinking, gosh, I screwed up this relationship, I've screwed up this job, I've I've screwed up with my family, I've made all these mistakes, I've burned these bridges, you know what, God's bigger than all of that. And if he's opening doors for you, I pray that you have the faith to walk through them. He's a good God, he has good things for you. He He had amazing things for me. And he still does. And I, I don't, again, I'm at a place in my life right now where I have no idea what I'm doing. I don't know what tomorrow holds. You're doing a podcast. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> I, I, what is that? I don't even yes, know. Don't I had know. to ask my husband, what's a podcast? No, I'm just kidding. Okay. <laughs> so um, anyway, just be encouraged that yes. if you think you've made mistakes, I mean, Tiffany stopped before she got there. I still went into that relationship and was in it for double digits. I mean, for a long time, but but God still brought restoration. Mm-hmm. He's still healing me. I mean, yeah. he is still healing me. I, I'm still not whole. I'm still being healed, and I'm That's on this road. That's the beautiful part about God, you know, is he and, carries us mm-hmm, through. Because just because you came to that place where life was not as you knew it, mm-hmm. it didn't mean that the new life that you've had has not been full of challenges because it has been. Yes. But the beauty of God is the preparation that he puts us through and mm-hmm. in. And, and his picture is so beautiful for us. And he brought both of you mm-hmm. from situations that you had this picture of what you thought mm-hmm. what life would be. And oh, it changed yeah. a lot from the time you were a little girl oh, yeah. to the time that you were a teenager to the time that you were young adults. Mm-hmm. And, and you began, because Tiffany, when uh, she would never, ever have thought of marrying Lou Kramer, ever in her life. Well, that's so true. I mean, they were total opposites. She you know, she, he was just a friend of a friend and he was around <laughs> all the time, but he was annoyance to her. But yet <laughs> he still is. Let's be clear. <laughs> but, but now I love him. So yes. Much. <laughs> but when God began to do a work in her heart and she began to trust God and ask God for what's next, then God began to put it. And that, that, mm-hmm. that's a beautiful thing we'll get into sometime and how, how we as people, we need to talk to God about what we really desire from the heart that he's put in us for our lives because so many times we settle and Mm -hmm. and god is trying to get us as his as his women Mm -hmm. and men to Mm -hmm. not settle for just anything and we've all done that in our life you know and and you know not to top anybody's story and i'm not going to tell my story tonight but my goodness as life as i knew it mm-hmm. and my children i mean we traveled you know for oh right seven years in a bus and saying and and you know we recorded seven albums and we were the Kennedy family we were the family that everybody knew in the communities and and, and when when you know but we lived a double life you know uh <laughs> But I was a petrified woman that, mm-hmm. that you know, I believed in marriage forever. So did I. And, and so I, I would, I, I just, my fear, I was a coward. What I would I do coward. if? What we, do I do if? We yeah. live such a life of what would yeah, I do what if? Yeah, what would I do well, I, And Absolutely. even beyond that, I didn't yeah. want to disappoint God. No. Right. I mean, Absolutely. I'm like, okay, I will do whatever yes. I can to yes. make it work because yes. I'm not going to disappoint. You're not a quitter. I'm not going to disappoint mm-hmm. him. I want mm-hmm. I want his admiration. I mean, sure. I love him and yes. I, I want what he yes. wants. And Absolutely. And, and so many times we live in such fear 
because we realize, I mean, I realized so much of my life was by decisions that I made that I should not have made, mm -hmm. by, by uh, doing things that I just should not have done. And I ended up where I did, and my children suffered from that. You know, and yeah. we will talk uh, in one of our podcasts about shame because right. shame, I lived with so much shame. Mm -hmm. You know, how can... Shame is born in fear. It is. I feel like. Oh, I, I think so much is born in fear. Mm -hmm. and, and it's well, and just like you said, a, I, I'm afraid I'll be alone. That yes. aloneness is fear. You know, the mm -hmm. fear of, yes, of being alone and isolation. Yes, my children, and, mm -hmm. I lived in fear. I mean, I was afraid to talk to my family about what was happening. No one knew. You know, I was afraid to, you know, my kids saw so much. And, and you know, you live in these situations that, like, you know, it's fear holds you in bondage. Mm -hmm. and But yet God, in those times, in those times, he still has a plan of restoration. Absolutely. And so you're listening to this podcast, I'm telling you. God has so much. Yeah, there's a reason that, you're listening yes. to this. And there's yeah. a reason that we're telling our, the yes. stories of our brokenness mm -hmm. and of our hope. Yes. Yeah. And, and because he wants yeah. it for everyone. He does. And life's not over. You know, God is always, he'll take our, our messes and, and he'll use them. And, and I remember, land, you know, ending up in Farmington, Missouri. And the only way that I was coming to Farmington, Missouri is that... Uh, when my husband left me and the children, uh, I totally had a nervous breakdown, totally, because I'd yeah. been living in such fear. And, but I was controlled so much by that fear. And, mm -hmm. and, and I had a nervous breakdown and my doctor literally said to me, darling, you know, I don't know what to do with you, but send you to the state hospital. Well, Farmington was the state hospital at that time. And yeah. And I just begged him not to, you know, no. But I decided, you know, read my book. You know, you have to read mm -hmm. the book sometime, Miracle of the Breaking. But that I had to fight back when I didn't have anything to fight with, except that I'd been taught the word of God as a child. And, and I loved God, and I knew that God loved me. And, and so because of that, I, I just know I'm going to raise my kids. Mm -hmm. and, and out of ashes, I mean literally ashes, yes. my kids saw me at my worst time, and I was so ashamed of that. And out of the ashes, you know, God brought me to a place where, and my children, the life as they knew it was over. I mm -hmm. mean, they were oh, stars of the absolutely. show. Yeah. They got up on <laughs> every Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. We, we, you know, we had about seven services a week or eight, mm -hmm. you know. And they were on stage, and, and this was their life. This is what they did. It came to a screeching halt. Mm -hmm. Plus, we were so embarrassed, the town that we lived in. They played our records. We were their sweethearts, you know, mm -hmm. sang in every church in the, in the town, you know. And, 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 and then as things, it, it was humiliating and shame of what I put. When I finally came to my senses, finally came to my senses, the, the shame kicked in because I yeah, let my yeah. kids suffer in abuse that they should not have ever had to suffer in. But putting that aside, I did end up in Farmington, Missouri, mm -hmm. and I did not end up in the state hospital. I ended up coming to Farmington and, and becoming God, a pastor's wife. Becoming a pastor's wife, and I grew, grew up as a pastor's daughter. Uh, I don't know. God just has. He has things prepared for us. So, well, Jeremiah twenty nine eleven. It's my very favorite scripture, and oh, it has been since before my first tragic incident. With <laughs> since it was my favorite scripture before, and it still is. But it, you know, I'm sure all of you know it. But for the for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, 
plans to give you hope in the future. You know, I had an opportunity, by the grace of God, to make that decision before I got into too far, um, although it felt like too far at the moment. Mm-hmm. So my situation is different than Christy's situation, than mom's situation, because they were already married and, and when their life fell apart. Mm-hmm. But, you know, so we all have different situations, but we all have felt that moment of hopelessness and mm-hmm. that it's over. Yes. And no matter what state of your story that you're in, whether it's like the very beginning and, and you have an opportunity to say, ooh, I better not go there, and, and God saves you from something, or if God delivers you from a situation, from a, from a broken marriage or broken family or heartache or whatever, um, there's always hope. There's yes. always grace. Yes. Like Amen. grace and mercy is the theme of my life that there's always grace and mercy, no matter what. And just to go back to, like, our last podcast, we talked a little bit about um, junk and how we go through junk, and then we help other people who go through junk. Mm-hmm. And so to throw out a scripture, this is my favorite, um, 2 Corinthians 1.3. Um, it says, All praise to God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. God is our merciful Father, mercy, mm-hmm. and the source of all comfort. He comforts us in all our troubles so that we can comfort others. When they are troubled, we will be able to give them the same comfort that God has given us. So if we don't go through stuff, how can we help others? And so as you were talking about, Darlene, as you were talking about, um, you know, you you almost died. I mean, Uh you're you're not going to get to be the mother to your kids. And someone very, very, very close to me, you had that same conversation with Mm -hmm. because she had suffered greatly. She had been abandoned by her spouse, Mm -hmm. left alone. She didn't have a job. She didn't have a car. Um three amazing kids and was about to die. She Mm -hmm. couldn't eat. Mm -hmm. She couldn't drink. She was devastated. And I wasn't there, but I've heard the story over and over, how you pulled her up and you said, listen to me. Do you want someone else to raise your kids? And it changed her life. And you said that to her because of this scripture, because fulfilling God's word, you said that to her and you saved her her life, and she was able to get out of that situation and and continue raising those three kids and a beautiful granddaughter that either had at that time or just shortly mm-hmm. after. Yes. And and so sometimes we think, why is this happening to me? Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. If we can just hold on and we can just trust God yes. in the middle of it, he yes. will let us help someone else. He yes. will let yes. that story be a part yes. of someone Amen. else's hope and future. Yes. Amen. So, Amen. And, and, and I, I, I believe that these podcasts are going to do just that because you're sitting out there and you're listening and and yes we are a crazy group for sure (laughs) uh but but we're also you know we've walked the a walk that has been painful and joyous and we still have challenges every day of our life some days are better than others more you know some days it's easier to be victorious in in our uh, minds but Mm-hmm. Truthfully, in our hearts, we are victorious every day because of what Jesus has done for us and mm-hmm. how he's brought us out and how he keeps making us. doesn't matter how old we are or how young. God is He's constantly at work for us and in us and through us. And it's such a beautiful picture. It's so refreshing to know that God is not finished with me yet. How exciting, no matter what where we're at in our life absolutely you know there's nowhere we can go that he'll say oh that's too far there's nowhere because that's who he is that's the mercy and that grace yes Yes. no matter how far the the very depths of whatever you're going through it's 
there's no too bad for God. Amen. There's nothing that he can't help you out of, and but you, he won't make you do anything. But the enemy will tell you that. Oh, and just yeah. like you said, the enemy was telling you, yes. you know, look what you've done. You've ruined right. your life. Yeah. And so yes. we just encourage the listeners, you know, that yes. don't, don't listen to those voices. You're, You're going to hear them. You're not, but yeah, no. stand firm and, and, and seek out God's word. And mm-hmm. seek out a friend that that can encourage we'll be you. Honest and, with you. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And not not a, not someone. Not a that, friend that'll just agree with right, you. Right. Or doesn't know what the word of God says, yes. or doesn't have any hope in their own life, so they yeah. want to pull you down with them. But mm-hmm. someone get to someone that believes the word of God and and believes and knows that God can help you and that He has a good plan for your life. And all he's waiting for us to do is just to say yes. You know, I I feel like that is the resounding thing that goes off and off over and over in my mind. It is that when God speaks to our hearts about anything, if God is speaking, we need to say yes. Mm -hmm. And that's with whether we're (laughs) in a relationship that we shouldn't be in. That's not easy. It's Mm -hmm. not easy to say yes. It's still... It's painful even. It is very painful. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you feel crushed when you say yes, but you have to be crushed. Usually we are crushed when we say yes because we're saying, I want your will, not mine, because Mm -hmm. we all have a will. We all have things that we like best in our life. Well, that's what what we started this with. Sometimes you have to let go of the picture of what you thought life would be like for you it, even it's, right now in our life and even when it's good uh-huh. yeah it's it's yeah. not necessarily his never be vision, comfortable his plan yeah <laughs> never but be i love the fact that to enjoy mm-hmm. see the goodness of god yes where yeah. we're at right now see how good he mm-hmm. is and and yes it may be real crazy in your household right now yes it may be really hard you know the kid, kids are uh, being rebellious, uh, they're they're not doing what you've taught them all these years to do. Uh, relationships with husbands and wife may be, not be exactly the way that they're going to be. They're going to mm-hmm. get be better mm-hmm. because if we keep speaking the word over our, our our relationships, we keep doing everything that we can to be loving and kind and let let God rule and reign instead of us. And that's a hard one. Uh, we talked a while ago, we said we are women around the world, women. Mm-hmm. And the reason we can say that is because, see, God made us all to be strong women. He wants us. How are we strong? How are we to see ourselves? We are to see ourselves as God sees us. God sees us with purpose. He sees us with a message to tell. Mm-hmm. Mary, go tell that I have risen, mm. that, that I have kept my promises, and, and we tell our families that, you know, we encourage them with the word of God. We're strong women. Mm-hmm. We tell those children that God has a good plan for them. And yes, it, maybe it's been a lousy day for you, but hey, come on now. You know, it, it's tomorrow's a new day and, and in our relationships. And I, I believe it just comes down to us really, really believing that God has a plan that's better than ours. Oh, right. Thank God. <laughs> yes, for sure. Tiffany, we'd be lawyers. We'd be, yes, we'd, we'd be like debating against one another in court. You're going down. You're going oh. down, sister. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this has been so good. So refreshing. And, and uh, thank you, girls, for, for sharing and sharing the word of God and also for sharing your heart. Uh, you know, I, I, just, I just believe that even though, you know, the word of God says that, that we can be tried on every hand. Mm-hmm. We, you know, we can even 
be pressed down, not but destroyed. we are not destroyed. Yes, you know? amen. And, and it, it can seem like everything is going against us, but I, I'm telling you that that pressing uh, of life can can also produce some really, really good uh, juice in our life. It can really produce the good that we need to be the people that God's called us to be. Amen. And, and so uh, I'm going to ask Tiffany today to pray as we close this session out because uh, I, I believe that just how it opened is how we want to close it because your plans, maybe you feel like they're just, they're just so messed up and, and you feel like you just don't really know what is God saying to me. Mm -hmm. But I will tell you, if you don't have peace, see peace, the word of God tells us that peace, let peace be the umpire mm -hmm. of your soul. And if you don't have peace in your soul, then we need to take a pause and we need to seek God because he's trying to tell us something. And when mm -hmm. we're pursuing things that are not peaceful, our home is not peaceful. Why is it not peaceful? Mm -hmm. Then we're going to have to let the umpire of our soul to begin to tell us, you know, maybe there's things and actions and attitudes and ways, things that we're doing that is causing the unrest. Mm -hmm. And let that be our umpire. And so we say to you today, you know, if, if you're not at a peaceful time in your life, it's a good time to let the peace of God rule and reign in your heart and life. So, Tiffany, would you? Can I read this one more time sure. before you pray? Absolutely. Yeah. So just this is what we started. Here's how we'll close. Sometimes you have to let go of the picture of what you thought life would be like and learn to find joy in the story you are living. Right. Father, we just thank you for these women that are sitting around this table right now. And, Father, we thank you for the women and the men who are listening to this podcast, God. We pray that the words that we've spoken today will be able to reach someone's heart, Father, and that, that if someone's in a place that they feel hopeless or, or confused or distressed or whatever, Father, that they'll seek out your peace, Father, and that they'll understand that you do have a plan for them and that you have a purpose, God, and that there's no, there's no place that's too far for you to reach them, God. And I pray that right now that people will cry out to you, Father, and say, I need your plan, Lord. Father, I pray that you would put someone in each person's life, Father, to help them in their difficult time, God. Minister to them today, Father, and I pray that you would just help these words to, to help uh, growth and peace to happen. And we just thank you for the opportunity. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. amen.